Welcome to a talk with St Saviour's Summer. We hope that it blesses you. My name's Shirley and I'm a member of the church family here. And this morning we're carrying on looking at the book of James in the New Testament, which is what we've been doing for the last few Sunday mornings. Um, we're looking at chapter 2 and we're looking at favoritism. Um, so Colin's going to come and read that for us. So this is uh, James chapter 2 and it's verses 1 to 13. My brothers and sisters, believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ must not show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in filthy old clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, you stand there or sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated amongst yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are, who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are dragging you into court? Are they not the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him to whom you belong? If you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, then you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said you shall not commit adultery also said you shall not murder. If you do not commit adultery but do commit murder, you have become a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Thank you, Colin. So verse 1 in that reading says, My brothers and sisters, as believers in Christ, don't show favoritism. That's pretty straightforward and unequivocal. So I thought it can't be that simple, surely. So I went away and looked it up in a few other versions and Basically, what they say are things like, um, don't treat some people better than others. Don't favor people over others. And treat, don't treat people in different ways according to their outward appearance. 
So it's the same. It's the same simple message. Don't show favoritism. When the church plant came to St. Saviour's back in 2006, there's still a few here that can remember, but we had pews. We had great big long oak, I presume, pews on either side with an aisle down the middle. And dotted in amongst the pews were huge, great big iron radiators that used to get scalding hot. And we used to worry every Sunday because the children would run around and anyone who touched the radiator got burnt, basically. And on a Sunday morning in winter, it was a real art to get the right pew. Because you wanted the pew that was near the radiator, but not too near the radiator. And depending on how cold it was outside, you judged how far away from the radiator you sat. So choosing your pew was an art form. And you know, it's been an art to get the right pew for hundreds of years, certainly in the Church of England. Back in the 1500s, some churches had box pews. And I've got a couple of photos um, that are gonna, you can see. Some of these box pews were even designed with fireplaces inside. And some people would bring stones from their hearth at home, wrap them in towels and put them on the floor and put their feet on them to keep their feet warm. Sometimes the pews had high sides to keep the drafts out, presumably, but also so that you could probably duck and read your magazine or something without being spotted during the sermons, maybe. But interestingly, a lot of these box pews were actually bought and owned by the wealthy members of the congregation because being seen in church was really important and you wanted a prominent position. So having your pew, you know, right up at the front, everyone could watch you come in and settle down was really important. But of course, not everybody got to sit in a box pew. And that made ordinary pews that were in a prominent place very popular. And then the clergy had a brilliant idea. Let's rent the pews. So the pews that were up front and prominent, they actually had to pay for. And they were known as pew rents, otherwise known as paper pew. I just had to get that in, sorry. <laughs> Maybe they didn't read James's letter. The message of his letter is don't play favorites. Maybe they thought it didn't mean them. And of course, nowadays, no one goes to church to be seen. In fact, we all tend to cram, don't we, in the back rows? They're all full at the back, and we've got loads of gaps at the front, so it's the latecomers who get the seats at the front. So don't play favorites. 
We are used to the world elevating one person over another. And that can be based on age, background, job, wealth, status, any reason. But we must not do as the world does. But we must follow the example that Jesus set us to love our neighbor as ourselves. Now, I've got a video that I would like to show you now, a YouTube video. I just want to apologize for two things. One is it's American, so just, just go with the flow. And the second one is it lasts six minutes. So just hang on in there with it. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> that video, I knew how it was going to end, and I knew it was going to end badly. I thought, that church are going to be rubbish. Uh, and it's going to be really embarrassing, and you know, it's going to be upsetting. So I braced for the worst. And then it brought tears to my eyes when I saw what those people did. Now, I've seen people like that man in the video come to St. Saviour's on a Sunday, and I've seen um, homeless people and people who are on hard times outside the front of our church. And I, I have seen members of this church family go out there with coffee, cakes, blankets, encourage the people in, get them seated somewhere where they're comfortable. I've seen amazing people I've learned from watching the welcome team over the years, from watching John and Jenny spot the newcomers, watch Jonathan do that. And they do it week by week, and it's amazing. And that video shows that it's, it's simple to help. You don't have to offer your spare bedroom for an indeterminate amount of time. It's just a simple conversation, a simple welcome, simple prayer, simple. So don't play favorites. To show favoritism is to show or is to say that someone is worth more in the eyes that someone who is worth more in the eyes of the world is worth more to Jesus and is worth more to us as a church and that's just not true and don't be fooled into thinking that you're worth less than anybody else whatever you find yourself doing God has a ministry for you. You are Jesus' representative in that place. You're his ambassador. You're his hands and feet. And he will have given you a unique set of gifts to handle that situation and to do the job that he has got prepared for you in that place. So don't play favorites. Favoritism is unreasonable. It doesn't make sense. There's no second-class person in heaven. A friend reminded me this week that I was expensive, <laughs> that God had paid an exorbitant price for me to get me into his kingdom. 
And he's paid an exorbitant price for you too. For all of us. He gave his only son for each one of us. The price for our sins was paid for by Jesus once and for all. So do we play favorites? Have you ever judged someone by their appearance? Well, I have. I certainly have many times. I've fallen well short of that standard of how I should behave. But there is good news for me and for you, for all of us, because James says, mercy triumphs over judgment. When we die, Jesus himself will speak for us and declare that our ransom has been paid. And mercy will open the gates of heaven to us. So we have all we need. Jesus as our advocate and redeemer. And mercy as deep as the ocean. What an amazing God we have. Amen. For more information about St. Saviour's, please visit our website at www.stsaviourssunbury.org.uk.